You are listening to an Elam Christian Center podcast. We hope that you are inspired, encouraged, and empowered by the message you are about to hear. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Church Online. Welcome to everyone who's joining us today uh, in this wonderful Level 3 in Auckland, Level 2 in Whangarei. Welcome to all our guests, all our campuses. Uh, It's so cool to be able to still do this um, here in church, even though we aren't meeting physically. We're still with you guys. We're still together. Uh, And a massive shout out to all our team, all our comms team, our video team, our tech team that have just pulled this all together uh, from 9 p.m. last night to this morning. Uh, We're just so thankful for them and so honor you guys for all the work you're doing and uh, all you've done in the last 12 hours or so. Uh, it's so cool to be here. I've, I've been with our, a few of our other campuses this last couple of weeks. I was in our city campus the week before. Uh, I was in West the week before that, and it's so cool to be able to be back here in Botany. I was looking forward to being with you guys today, uh, but we're with everybody today, every campus this morning, with you guys, and just so honor you, and thank you so much for being here. I want to invite you personally to come back out tonight at 5 p.m. And by back out, I mean back out to your lounge where the TV is, all right? So get back out and come on because we've got Pastor Haley Barrett bringing a word tonight. This is the last day of our 21 days of prayer and fasting as a church. And this was going to be a big combined service here at Botany. Uh, but we're going to be doing all together but from your home. And so I want to encourage you, 5 p.m. tonight, tune back in. We're going to have a great time uh, together. Uh, this is the first part in our paradigm show series. In this series, we're, we're going to be challenging us to get out of our limited perspective and begin to see things the way that God sees them. And this series is going to lead us all the way up to our Vision Sunday at the end of March. And uh, we're so excited to share with you just some of the dreams and visions that God's placed on our hearts, some of the things we feel God leading us into for 2021. And uh, there's some exciting things on the horizon. Uh, but even and, and on top of that, we have our vision offering in every campus location. We're going to be receiving a vision offering, and that vision offering really is about stepping into our future. It's sowing a seed to build a legacy for our future, and we've got some great creative ways that we're going to be encouraging you to give and giving you opportunities to give. Uh, obviously, here in Botany, there's a massive building expansion going on, and we've got some great opportunities to sow into the completion of that, but every campus is going to have projects and things that are vision projects that you can sow into. It's going to be really, really cool. Let's get into the message today. If you want to, you can get the Elam Christian Center app. The notes are on the app. You can follow along in the chat. The notes will come up in the chat uh, and online on Facebook as well. The notes will come up. Romans chapter 12, verse number two. Let's head there. Romans 12, two says this. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I want to tell you, friends, God is in the business of change. He doesn't change, his word doesn't change, but he changes us. He takes old us and makes us into something new. And part of that process is that Romans 12, 2 process of transforming our mind. We've called that in this series a paradigm shift. A paradigm is a mindset, it's a belief, it's a way of thinking and being and seeing the world. It's, and the truth is that sometimes what we see is different to what God sees. Sometimes our paradigm needs to shift and to change to align with how God sees things in our lives. And so what I want to do is explore today just two paradigms, two areas that I think we need a paradigm shift in. And if we do, we'll begin to see God's work in our lives 
the way he sees it rather than the way that we see it. If you're ready, put in the chat a wee amen there. If you're feeling really out there, really Pentecostal, you can do some little praise hand emojis if you want to. But uh, let's go for it. The first area that I think that as the church we need a paradigm shift is the area of sacrifice. Sacrifice. I've got a confession to make. We've been on a 21-day journey of prayer and fasting. And I've got a confession to make. This is going to make me sound really ungodly. But I have one hand, on one hand loved this 21 days of prayer and fasting because, man, I've just connected with God in a, in a new way. And I've seen God move in some amazing ways and heard stories of God showing up and just moving in people's lives over the last 21 days of prayer and fasting. But on the other hand, I've really not enjoyed 21 days of prayer and fasting. And the reason is because I love sleep and food. Both things I really love, sleep and food. I mean, I love sleep so much. I'll sleep anytime. Like, I love sleep. They, they say that every human spends about one third of their life sleeping. I'm totally okay with that. Totally okay. That is not, some people are like, oh, what a waste. Imagine what we could do with that extra time. You know what I would do? Sleep. I'd just sleep, I'd just get some more sleep. I mean, I, I love sleep so much that when I roll over in bed at night and say, good night, sweetheart, I'm not talking to my wife, I'm talking to my pillow. I'm like, good night, sweetheart, I love you. I love sleep. Sleep is just the most amazing thing. And added to that, I love food. Like, I love food. You know, like sleep gets sacrificed when you've got to get up early and pray. I, I love food, man. I, I really love food. And I know looking at me right now, you're like, Steve, come on, man. You need to eat a steak. You're a skinny white boy. Listen, inside this skinny white boy is a very large man crying out for pizza. Like, I'm telling you, man. Like, I, I love food. I can pack away the food, I, I, I'm just, I'm driven by it, I love food. What you're looking at right now, this skinny white boy, this is just genetics. This is just the grace of God on my life, okay? I eat, I eat, I eat. This is just the grace of God. We all have our crosses to be a church. I mean, I love food so much that when I fast, my fridge gets separation anxiety. Like, like most families put their family photos up on their fridge. I put the fridge in our family photos. I mean, it's like, we're that close. And you know when you go on holiday and people are like, oh man, you're looking forward to holiday, what are you gonna do? I'm like, I'm gonna eat and sleep. That's my holiday. If you want the perfect holiday for Steve, I'm gonna eat good food and I'm gonna sleep a whole lot. And, and, and I feel like when it comes to things like prayer and fasting, it feels like a sacrifice. It feels like I'm really having to give some stuff up that I really love and that I really enjoy and, and I'm having to give some stuff away. And the fact is that it's not just with prayer and fasting, but in my faith and in our Christian life, it can often seem like a lot of stuff it's like, I've got to sacrifice that, and I've got to sacrifice that, and I've got to give up that, and I've got to give away that. feels like I'm giving up a bunch of stuff. And the paradigm of this world and the paradigm that we can hold, myself included, is that sacrifice is losing something. Sacrifice is something being taken from us. Sacrifice is something we're giving up. And this paradigm can come to shape the way we see God and our faith and our Christianity and the kingdom of God. And so we as Christians can start to live a life with the paradigm, believing that like, we're sacrificing when we're serving on the dream team. Like when I'm coming on the dream team, I have to give up my time, I have to get here early, and I'm, it's like a sacrifice to do that kind of thing. It's a sacrifice, uh, we sacrifice money when it comes to giving and an offering. It's like I have to give something up, I've got to give something away. It's a sacrifice for me to give. We sacrifice energy in serving and helping people. We sacrifice sleep to wake up early and pray. We sacrifice Sunday to come to church. I mean, you're sacrificing your Sunday morning sleeping to be here with church with us this Sunday. We sacrifice our preferences for other 
other people. We sacrificed our resources to be involved. But I wanna suggest to you today that it's time for a paradigm shift because sacrifice is not life-taking, it's life-giving. Sacrifice is not life-taking, it's life-giving. Matthew 16, 25, Jesus says this, whoever desires to save his life, hold on to it, keep it for himself, save it, protect it, will lose it. But whoever loses his life, gives it up, sacrifices it, gives it away, for my sake will find it, will find true life. Friends, sacrifice is not life-taking, it's life-giving. When you give it up for Jesus, you find life in all its fullness. Proverbs 11:25 The generous will prosper those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed sacrifice giving being generous is not life taking it's life giving Jesus on the cross the sacrifice of his life it looked like it was life taking but in fact friends it was life giving to you and I today and here's the paradigm shift I think we need to get here it is the paradigm shift is this I see sacrifice God sees legacy I see sacrifice, God sees legacy. When you take what you have and you give it in service for God, when you take whatever you have and you give it in service for God, it always creates legacy and life. It is not a sacrifice. It is not something being taken from you. It's life coming both to you and those around you. Some of you watching today are small group leaders and we honor you guys. We love you. You're amazing. Like You guys really are the heartbeat of our church. You love our people, you serve our people, you, you, you journey with them on an amazing journey, and you are sacrificing time, you're sacrificing energy, you're sacrificing like space in your home, your food, your coffee, all your biscuits, you're, you're sacrificing energy to walk with people and, and care and ministry to see them find freedom on the journey of their life. And friends, you can often, if you have that paradigm, you see that all as just one big sacrifice. But I wanna tell you, it, you might see sacrifice, but God sees legacy. You're creating a legacy of faith and life and hope and healing in the lives of people that you're journeying with. You might see sacrifice, but God sees legacy. And you know, if you've been a small group leader for any length of time, you know that there's, there's always those nights where you're like, I just can't be bothered. Like, I just like, I've had a big day. I've had a busy day. I know maybe it's just me when I do small groups. You guys are all really good Christians, but I'm sure there's some of you out there. You're like, man, it's just been a busy day. It's been full on. I just don't have the energy. I'm spent. I'm emotionally drained. I'm spiritually feeling a little bit empty. And man, we're going to run this life group tonight. And I'm just like, I just can't be bothered with it. And then, and then you get to the life group thing. You you prepare, get some stuff ready. And then, and then like no one shows up except one person. You're like, man, we should have canceled it. If only one person's coming, we should have canceled it. We'd have been nice. We would have just sat at home and chilled. But you, you soon realize that the conversation with that one person was exactly a God setup that God wanted you with that person, it becomes one of those amazing moments of ministry and time with that person, and you end up at the end of that night going, wow, I thought that was life-taking, but it was life-giving. You walk away from it going, man, I feel full, I feel encouraged, and that person has been built up. See, sacrifice isn't life-taking, it's life-giving. You see sacrifice, God sees legacy. You've just built legacy. Those who serve on an Alpha team, we've got Alpha that runs in a lot of our campuses. Again, you guys come out on a Tuesday night, it's here in Bonnie, it's Tuesday night, other campuses other nights. You've had a big day at work. You've had a busy time. You've had lots going on. You're stressed. You've got lots of pressure on you, but you come out on a night and you serve people and you love people. And sometimes you're like, man, I just want to stay home and watch Netflix. 
I just want to stay home and I want to do my crochet. I want to, I want to do my cross stitch because I need that picture up on the wall for when grandma comes. Like I'm just, I, I, I just don't, I can't be bothered going along. But then you go anyway and you soon realize that what you thought was a sacrifice of your time and your energy actually becomes a thing that brings life to other people and it creates a legacy of faith and a whole bunch of people in that room. You see sacrifice, God sees legacy. When it comes to giving in an offering, like when we give in an offering, we can often feel like, man, this is like taking something out of my pocket. This is, this is me giving something away. It's like, it feels like a sacrifice. I'm giving up what I want with this money, and I'm going to give it over to God. And in a few Sundays' time, we're going to have our vision offering. And I want you to begin to prayerfully consider what you're going to give, because you might see sacrifice, friends, but God sees legacy. What you're giving is not just going to nowhere. It's going in to create a legacy of faith and life for all the people that are going to come to this church. It's true for all of our campuses. There are going to be projects that you can give into, and it's going to be amazing. You see sacrifice. God sees legacy. What area, here's friends, here's a question. What area of your faith do you need a paradigm shift right now? This paradigm shift, where you see sacrifice, but God sees legacy. Let's get a paradigm shift today. My second thought is this. Second area I think we need to get a paradigm shift is the area of failure. Failure. Let's get a paradigm shift in the area of failure. One of the things I've been really interested in the world recently in, in culture is the, the rise of this thing called cancel culture. Have you guys heard of cancel culture? Cancel culture. It, it's where like if you do something stupid or you say something that goes against the woke culture, if you do something a little bit dumb or you, you uh, have done something wrong in your past, then people find out about it, then they will cancel you. Like you'll be canceled. You'll be able to work anymore. You'll lose your job. You'll lose, you know, like your employment and like your future. They, they try and cancel you and they'll harass you and all kinds of stuff. And um, this worries me because I've done some really stupid stuff in my life. Like I've, been re- I've done some really dumb things in my life and I am ripe for the cancel. Like I'm ripe for the cancel picking. And, and the truth is, so are you. We should all be a little bit worried about cancel culture. Uh, Look, I'm just thankful that when I was an idiot teenager, cell phone cameras didn't exist because my stupidity would have been documented. And I'm just thankful that, listen, I've made a decision personally, and I want to encourage you to make the same decision, to cancel, cancel culture. Let's cancel, cancel culture. Cancel culture is not kingdom culture. Reconciliation is kingdom culture. Healing is kingdom culture. Restoration is kingdom culture. A second chance is kingdom culture. Friends, kingdom culture is not cancel culture. Let's cancel cancel culture. Failure, friends, is the human condition. Failure is the human condition. We've all failed. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. And the world sees failure as something to be canceled. And if we carry that same paradigm, we will begin to have a cancel culture within ourselves where we will allow our failure to cancel us from ministry, cancel us from serving, cancel us from stepping out with God, cancel us from serving other people, cancel us from stepping into the fullness of God's plan for our life. Friends, I want to tell you, your future and the future of this church is far too important for you to get canceled. It's too important for you to get canceled. If you think your sin is too big and it cancels you, then your concept of God is far too small. Your concept of God is far too small. Christianity doesn't make you perfect. Understand that. Christianity doesn't make you perfect. It just sets you on a journey with the one who is and you walk hand in hand with him and you work out your salvation. It's the process we call sanctification. It's a big word, 
That simply means you're on a journey to be better. You're on a journey where God is constantly refining you and making you better and dealing with the stuff in your life. And you're walking forward, taking steps on a process with Jesus to be continually made more like him. Friends, some of you here today, some of you watching today, you feel like there's something wrong with you because you wanna live for Jesus. You've given your life to him, but you keep messing up. You keep failing and, and, and you think there's something wrong with you. Can I tell you, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just on the sanctification journey. And Paul says the same thing. The apostle Paul had the same struggle. Romans seven fifteen says this, I really don't understand myself for I wanna do what's right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. Man, I can relate to that passage of scripture right there. I know you can as well. The paradigm shift I think we need to make in the area of failure. Ben, you guys can come and join me. The paradigm shift I think we need to make is this. I see failure, God sees a work in progress. I see failure, God sees a work in progress. You're not where you, you, where you wanna be. You're not. Neither am I. You're not where you wanna be. But praise God, you're not where you used to be. Praise God that you are on a journey to being better. Some of you here today have allowed your failure to cancel you from your future. You've allowed your failure to cancel you from serving God and loving God. Some of you have even allowed your failure to cancel you from even coming to church. You're like, I can't go to church because I've messed up. And you've tuned in today because it's like safe because you don't have to go into the room because you feel like you shouldn't be here. But friends, let me tell you, you're here because God wanted you here. You're watching today because God ordained for you to be here in this moment. And some of you, you've stopped serving, you've stopped giving, you've stopped stepping out and you've stopped worshiping. Why? Because you feel like your failure has canceled you. Friends, you see failure. God sees a work in progress. That doesn't excuse our sin and that doesn't, I'm not excusing your mistakes. All I'm saying is that you need to cancel, cancel culture in your paradigm and get up and follow Jesus. Just get up and follow. I wanna encourage everyone here. When, if you fail, don't let failure stop you. Just get up, dust yourself off, set your eyes on Jesus. He's the author, he's the perfecter, he's the finisher of your faith. Set your eyes on him and say, you know what? I didn't get that right, but I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna keep walking forward with Jesus. I'm gonna keep taking the steps he's calling me to take. And some of you, your failure, you think has canceled you from taking the step taking the step to get baptized, taking the step to join a small group, taking the step to get on the dream team. Friends, don't let failure cancel you. Get out of the paradigm of failure. Understand that God sees you as a work in progress. Your job is to get up, set your eyes on Jesus, and keep on moving. Keep on walking. I wanna pray for you today, church. Wherever you are, in your home, in your bedroom, in your car, wherever you are right now, can I invite you just to close your eyes with me? Right, like right where you are. Let's just take a moment with God. Let's take a moment to allow ourselves to just sit in the presence of God today. And God, we thank you right now that how we see is not how you see. That what we might see is limited, but God, you have an eternal perspective. You see bigger. And God, I pray for all of our church friends today. God, I pray for a paradigm shift. Lord, I pray that we would take the steps you're calling us to take. Let us not allow our failure to cancel us. God, I pray for all our people. May they know the riches 
of your glorious inheritance. Lord, may we continue to move forward in the life that you've called us to. Father, I pray that you would help us to see this life the way that you see. Lord, we might see sacrifice, but Lord, it's not. What, we, what we're really creating is legacy. And for any of us in the room today, any of us watching today, God, if we have had that paradigm that, man, I'm just giving all my stuff away and I'm giving up this and I'm giving up this and I'm giving up this. Lord, help us to see, Lord, we're giving up nothing. What we're sowing is life. Sacrifice is not life taking, it's life giving, Lord, that we, as we serve and as we give and as we love and as we, we, we walk with others, God, it actually brings life to us and life to them. It creates a legacy of faith. And God, I pray, help us for any who are watching today who feel canceled because of their past. God, you do not call them canceled, you call them free. You call them whole in Jesus' name. Friends, I wanna pray one more prayer with you today. If you're watching, and you don't know Jesus, or maybe you, you've known Him before, but the honest truth is that today you're a bit far from Him. You've walked away from Him. And maybe you need to get your life right with God today. And you're tuning in. Maybe you've seen this link. It's been shared with you. Maybe a friend has shared it. And you're just watching along. But you know today that God is speaking to you. God has got His hand on you. God is knocking on the door of your heart. And today's your day to get right with God. If you're not living right with Him, you need to get right with God today. If you've never given your life to Jesus, or maybe you have, but you've walked away, today is your day. The truth is, friends, God loves you. God made you. God's got a great plan for your life. We all mess up. We all fall short. The human condition is failure. But God in His grace, He sent His own Son, Jesus, to a cross. When He died on that cross, He took upon Himself everything you and I would do for our sin. And He extends to us His free gift of grace, forgiveness for all of your wrongs. A brand new life that begins right here, right now. It's called being born again by the Spirit of God. God will make you a brand new person from the inside out. You get to walk into the plans that God has for you. He does have a plan for your life. He wants to bless you. And then friends, at the end, there's this great promise of eternity in heaven with Him. And if you're here today, you're watching, you're not right with God. And you need to make that decision today to put your life into the hands of God, to trust Him, to receive forgiveness from your sin a new life that begins now, I want you to pray this prayer with me. I'm gonna lead, it, lead you in it now, and I want you to pray it wherever you are. Just say these words. Say, God, today, right here in this room, I give my life to you. I know I've sinned. I know I've messed up. But I believe, Jesus, you died for me. So right now, I turn from my old way of life, and I turn to you. I ask you to come in and make me brand new today. I choose from this moment to live for you in Jesus' name. Friend, if you prayed that prayer right now, there is a button coming up on the chat or there is a link coming up in the chat. I want you to push that button. The button probably says, I raise my hand. Push that button. I want you to push it and say, yes, Steve, I'm raising my hand. Say, I'm the person that's just prayed that prayer and said yes to Jesus. It's the most amazing and wonderful decision you could ever make in your life. And I'm so proud of you. Honestly, I am so proud of you. So right now, right now, don't hesitate. Don't delay. Don't hold back. Don't be shy. Just push the button and say, I'm doing it, man. I'm going all in. I'm putting my hand up and I'm saying yes to Jesus today. Your life will never be the same. God will take your life and he'll turn it around for his glory. He's got a great future for you. And we are so, so proud of you. Bex is going to come now and tell you about some next steps.
Thank you for listening to this Elam Christian Center podcast. Please subscribe to keep hearing more life-changing messages. For more information about our church, please visit www.elamchristiancenter.org.nz.